Please give us a follow on Spotify. It really helps out and you will get a notification every time we release a new episode on Monday. Welcome to the Ignition Podcast, the podcast that aims to inspire those with a passion for cars to do more with that passion. I aim to do this by sharing the journeys and stories of people I find to be an inspiration and whom I wish I'd spoken to earlier. Because we're all winging it, and some of us have just gone past the turbulence and are soaring above the clouds. So to help inspire you is my guest, Alberto Moreno Garcia. Alberto is the co-founder and CEO of the Roadster and Rocker apps. These apps are created for car and bike enthusiasts to connect, share and drive together. Creating communities and connecting car enthusiasts is no easy job and it's incredible how far Roadster has come. If you don't know what Roadster is and love cars, you are missing out. Alberto is an inspiration and it's a pleasure to speak to someone doing amazing things with their passion. So don't just take it from me, listen to the man himself talk about why he started Roadster and his journey so far. Alberto, how are we? Good. How are you doing today? I'm very good, thank you. Um, thank you. Thanks so much for doing this again. Really appreciate it. A, a question I like to start with is what ignited your passion for cars? It's funny because nobody, like in my really close family, my father is not a car enthusiast. My mother wasn't either, but uh, I had an uncle and some close friends that they that they were really into cars. And when I was around 12 years old, I got uh, driven in a 911 Corolla 996. And since then, I, I start going crazy about cars, getting involved in internet forums, and well, that's what uh, it told me, like the, the main thing that triggered my passion for cars. And so, obviously, you you've gone out and you created your own app. But um, we going back to that of the forums. What do you think was missing from those forums? What, what did you not see that you wanted to see out of the um, out of the car community then? The point is that uh, this idea came to my mind in back in 2017 when I got my first real sports car and. And it was kind of funny that I was so excited about driving with other people, meeting people with similar cars, and and still like, hey, what should I do? I should like go and open a thread in the in the forum that I have been there for twelve years. It, it was kind of uh, weird to see that how it's possible that the technology and the car community didn't evolve in a way that, uh, okay, everybody's in social platforms for meeting people, for just sharing content. And the car community felt to me that it was still stuck in internet forums or Facebook groups, pretty old style. And that's the moment that uh, I kind of start thinking about, hey, there should be something out there. Maybe not in Spain, but in UK or US that are really car enthusiast uh, countries that uh, something, an app like will make it easy for you to meet people and know what's going on around you. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's brilliant that you've taken it upon yourself as well just to go out there and create something that doesn't exist. I know for me this podcast is it's, uh, the fifth iteration of something I tried to start and it's. Um, I know I'd like to talk about the failures but there was anything you tried before Roadster that didn't work or maybe that didn't didn't quite catch on? Well, in fact, this is my first venture as an entrepreneur. Uh, I was working at, at Deloitte, the consulting firm, being manager there. Uh, always into cars. I uh, really want to have uh, something built by myself. So I reached out to one of my colleagues that I work with in, in Boston uh, during a period that I was there living. Uh, and I, I told him and pitched him about the idea and he loved it. 
and he realized that there was also that lack of platform or community app uh, for this world and he right right away jumped in into the project fantastic i mean it's brilliant also congratulations for creating something that i think it's amazing that now that i know exists we'll definitely be using more of as as, as this podcast goes on just to create meets for people but yeah so how did you set on the idea of an app what made you go down, go down the road of an app the first, of course, was to put together the, the idea, the concept. Uh, as I was telling you, like, uh, first thing was like, okay, there is no easy way to connect with local people with similar cars, similar interest. That was the first thing that triggered. At the same time, I started researching about, okay, there should be a place that, uh, at least a website, that should be easy to discover the the main events nearby because uh, even at our local track, Harama, like, you enter in the website that you don't know what's going on there unless it's a really very official race. Uh, but there are tons of track dates, gatherings happening that are not listed anywhere. Uh, so that was the other thing that uh, I started saying, like, hey, this is not only it's to be something that uh, makes you easy to connect with the local people, but also that lets you know what's going on around you in a very easy way. That's why... We started with the concept of having a map that you can easily start discovering what's going on uh, around you and and try to use data uh, because, as uh, you know, like we are all car enthusiasts, but uh, people are really interested in some brands. You are BMW guy, you are into classics. You are like there are all kinds of people in with big interesting cars. So I thought that the data aspect will be something that will make a huge difference trying to connect uh, the people that you care the most so i mean talking about cars and the people we love and care about the most what what are you driving at the moment i have uh, now three cars i'm about to sell one because i i'm not drive that much in on daily basis because i can't walk out to the office but uh weekends i, I usually drive either a gr jaris and the new hot hatch from toyota and a porsche cayman 718 fantastic when you're driving those how does that feel i mean you've you've um, you've done done really well with the app but so what is it like driving those cars is it something you wanted to drive a porsche is that is that a dream car is that something you just picked up when back in 2017 that's when i got the porsche it was always like i, I was a porsche enthusiast since i was like 12 that moment that triggered my my love for cars was that uh, moment that i got driven in 1996 i thought like one day i should have one and then the year is like like I, my brother kind of pushed me to get this uh, we were kind of involved with the toyota responsible here in spain and the guy was like telling me hey dude uh, really you have to hmm. the car is going to be epic even before all the hype started with this car and we did uh, like a uh, I think we the very first day that we were allowed to order one of these cars, we checked the website to the the order, and we were I think the fifth person in Spain to have a Giorgiaris. And well, both cars are amazing; they're pretty different. They're really really effective cars, all about precision, traction, and and maybe are not like uh, as analog as some other cars that are maybe more harder to drive and more driver focused. But this is all about like feeling like a glove you know it's like yeah. you you there are cars uh, that that you can be like feeling like you are driving uh, in a very accurate way and and you can push yourself in order to make a, a better a better uh, and get the most of them you know the, so you started in 2017 and um, it's been um, it's been a long five years to get to where you are now and any creating anything to tough on the mental exercise is there anything you've any time you think about quitting or, or maybe putting it aside or is it is it the passion that keeps you driving forward? 
I'm really persistent, so I don't think about quitting at any point. Uh, it's, it's true that we had very bad luck uh, because, as you know, two years, like the app was launched summer 2018 after full year of development. Then the early days were really amazing because we already saw the excitement of people, yeah. how people were like, this is something that was lacking in the market. This is like, I think the most common message from many people, oh, I was thinking about some, to build something like this. Uh, and that's something really encouraging that is happening mm-hmm. also every week. So that's also a good good gasoline that we are having every week with nice feedback, people loving it, people start jumping into the app for first time. And hey, this is amazing. Really want to see it grow uh, in my local area. Uh, so that's also helping a lot. Uh, but of course, we have two years of COVID. For example, in the UK, we had a big community before COVID came and then it killed it uh, because nobody could uh, go out to meet and meet people and so on. Same happened in Spain. And well, those were tough moments that uh, we we need uh, we needed to enter in kind of a surviving mode. Uh, and now. Again, the grain war is not helping out in order to make deals with brands. Many, many things that we are uh, fighting with. But um, again, like the project is going better. Like we have bigger audience, more users, and people are more excited than ever since we have uh, keep uh, kept evolving the products a lot. That's where we have put the most effort in. And people are loving it with new features, everything, and really trying to make this grow. So yeah. that's why we are keeping the journey alive. Perfect. What are some of those new features that you're most excited about? What, what, what is it that you're pushing forward at the moment? The main feature that we launched uh, late January is uh, our first version of the route planning and navigation system. So finally, we have uh, within our map, uh, the ability of uh, creating routes, share, the, share it with uh, other users and use a navigation uh, feature that you can even share your location so you don't get lost while driving with others. Yeah. Um, that's something that people were really looking for. So as you know, maybe there are many just car friends, groups that are driving on a regular basis, hosting a drive, and they it's really hard to to kind of coordinate each other. And that's something that uh, that people are really start using a lot, creating a lot of routes uh, every single day. Uh, and we are gonna, we are about like, I think either this week or the following, we're gonna let uh, the users to share them publicly in the map. Yeah. So all that knowledge of people knowing which is the best drive that you can do in your neighborhood that's going to be there available so we 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 think that's going to trigger a lot of people just sharing routes and and, and being a really high value for our community too perfect i mean the stuff you're doing with ukraine is, is really important as well i guess with the current situation over there and just encouraging people to to get uh, get along and push forward with movement and I mean, especially with car guys i mean as a community, we're all, we're all willing to help out. So it's, it's amazing that you've got got at least the ability to help Ukraine out even from the app. Yeah, we we make a big effort uh, making like this process of creating your own charity event within the app really easy, and also that everything is integrated, so people can choose the the organization that they want to donate to. Uh, they can host their own events. They can see how many have. Uh, raised from their event, how maps money has been raised so far from the campaign. We launched it last, last week. And we're going to be pushing the like for the next 40 days to try to get not only the 
current community, but also some YouTubers, journalists hosting mm -hmm. some events and drives que, getting the word out to help us out to race as much as possible while having fun with our cars. So I think it's always good to share passion and uh, for a really bigger purpose. And when you're looking for those collaborations with people, what is it important that they get across from the sort of Rose to Brown perspective? Well, first first of all, they, they have to really believe in the product and see that there's this need also, uh, that they see that the car community is, some, is needing something like this. Many, for example, YouTubers uh, we're working with, it's first times that they are really actually meeting with uh, with their audience. That's something that we are really valuing up there having their first uh, meets. Because it's so cool to create the content, but it's even cooler to have that feeling of all these people that are behind the behind the TVs, behind the, the, the cell phones following you on each day. I'm really excited about all the content that they are creating and and they are really loving it. So same happened with the journalists and they're trying to to help out uh, as much as possible. Perfect. And how does that feel for you to know that people are willing to get behind Roaster and willing to push push it forward? Well, it's, it's more gasoline for, for our uh, mindset, for our <laughs> energy. And that's something that we really need because uh, this is a, a project that we are risking a lot of time, money, and energy into this since the last five years. Not only my personal money, my business partner money, family, friends. We did a crowdfunding round. Some users put money in. So... There is always this pressure that is uh, on you every single day, but but well, you have to think in the positive side of uh, what we are building and keep pushing it. Yeah, perfect. Going forward, Abbasa, with with Roadstone yourself, um, what are you looking to do? What would be the, what would be the ideal app that you create? What would, how would that look? Yeah, the, in terms of of product, like a co the community, the car enthusiast community is not only the enthusiasts; it's also the, of course, the manufacturers, the ones that are creating the cars that uh, we are always willing to drive, the business that are maintaining our cars, that they are modifying their, our cars, and so on. So, uh, recently we have incorporated them into the app with this uh, first launch of the marketplace yeah. and we are trying to connect the whole ecosystem so um, that's how I envision that uh, a local shop can host their own needs get new clients have fun uh, same with uh, we are doing some collaboration especially here in Spain to do test drives so people are really loving to have the opportunity to test drive a car and have a, like a day event uh, where they can experience one of the enthusiast cars with Cupra, with uh, Alpine, Toyota. We have done that uh, already um, and they are loving it. So it's kind of trying to keep them uh, even uh, closer and that the relationship between everybody in the community is stronger, that uh, we are giving more exposure to the event organizers that are putting effort to have uh, those experiences for our users. So uh, I envision uh, an app where all of those uh, all of those type of profiles members are in the app, and we kept uh, evolving uh, the intelligence of the app. So those matches with events, people nearby you are better and better and better. So uh, you ideally meet with uh, the people and the type of uh, events that you are really excited about. You know, it's like uh, some people compare this with, uh, oh, this is like the Tinder of cars. <laughs> it's funny uh, that they say that, uh, but uh, ideally what, what we want, because 
of course, this is better than Tinder because uh, when uh, yeah. when you meet people through Roadster, it's easier to talk about cars. There's a, a strong connection right away. Even people that are so shy, um, they the moment that they appear in a Roadster event, they start talking, hey, when do you got this car? When I, what have you modified? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's so easy to connect. And that's what people are loving because this common bond that we have. Uh, um, but at the same time, like uh, we want to build that ultimate matching machine yeah. where you can easily like hey this is the type of person that i want to meet this is the type of event or this is the road that i was looking for and thanks to these uh, guys i'm having a great moment with my car perfect yeah i've used both apps and um rose is definitely better than tinder um, <laughs> thank you so much no worries. yeah you, you definitely get replies if people want to meet you so that's a that's a different thing we just launched like one month ago, the, this first version to recommend either local, but we have like two tabs now in the app, only available now in the UK and in Spain. One tab is uh, for business, local businesses, and those are mainly now from London or uh, Madrid and Barcelona. So we want to really uh, put in front of these people enthusiasts, uh, detailed enthusiasts, uh, workshops, enthusiasts. Uh, services that uh, they can get and they can uh, have better uh, access to and with uh, discounts and so on uh, to get them connected in real life. And the other big part is shop tab where we have uh, a lot of uh, web uh, website, automotive uh, websites that are selling uh, enthusiast products from model cars to detailing kits to to photographs, to any kind of thing that uh, we as, as an enthusiast, we are excited about. So yeah. it's so hard to, like, it's kind of helping out other entrepreneurs that are really into cars, but of course they are a huge party. Uh, so we want to give them the sponsor within the, the, the right people. Yeah, it sounds like you're creating this this all-in-one sort of, not just not just an app, not just a community, a marketplace, but also a, just a, also a lifestyle. Yeah, 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 because uh, like it was funny, like uh, what make us, made us uh, go for the marketplace is like within our roster chats, like every single day there is somebody asking like, uh, hey, where do you get uh, your car service? Where do you get this done? Blah, blah, blah. So that was one of the big questions that is happening every day. And we want to make in the future this like a recommendation model because uh, as enthusiasts, we are really picky where we get our cars to, you know? Yeah. So, so we are always concerned like, hey, this is a good BMW uh, dealer. This is not, this is blah, blah, blah. So the moment that you start this matching machine that is saying, hey, this guy that has BMW is going to this place or this guy that has this entry and is friend of yours and that you can trust and you don't need it you don't need to even do the question, you know? It's yeah. like, hey, this guy is taking his BMW to this place, so it should be a, a good place to try out, you know? Perfect. And we've talked a lot about business, Alberto, but I'd like to speak more about your personal life. You know, you mentioned your uncle being a bigger big part of the, the car scene in your early years, but is he, are they, are these, is he still around? Is he is he still um, pushing you to get another Porsche? Well, well, he he's still around. He he was uh, like he raced uh, some rally cars in the very beginning. He's an uh, engineer. I also work as engineers for some race teams. So yeah. uh, he was telling me stories. Uh, he even worked for some Formula One teams in the early days, and that's why I have that 
kind of passion. Some of his friends uh, let him drive uh, some like Ferraris, classic Ferraris, yeah. classic Porsches. So whenever I saw one, I was really excited for for me. And then that's when I started, like really, like I was 12, 13, and the internet was kicking off. And, and then all these like, people so excited uh, in forums talking about new models and stuff like that. That what kept me really engaged with all the car stuff. Yeah, so did you have any ever plan for for them using using your love of cars? Did you ever ever have a basically your first venture with? I had a, an entrepreneurial spirit from the very early days, like since I was like twenty four. Even I, I started in consulting. Yeah. So this was something that came to my mind with this moment of getting my first real sports car. But I didn't have plans like, hey, I want to build something for car related since the very beginning. It was something that. Appeared that moment uh, was a good time. And our friend uh, just came back to Spain after two years in the States with some money saved from that journey. And, and I thought, this is the moment. I'm 33 and uh, I need to do that now because yeah. if not, uh, I'm going to get into this life of uh, getting married, kids, and so on. And so that would be even tougher. Perfect. What advice would you give to sort of young entrepreneurs, maybe people with passion about cars, to do something with that passion? What would you, what would you say to them? Well, that uh, first of all, that uh, it is not something that uh, people say. The thing that when you follow your passion is uh, something that is going to help us. It sounds really cool, uh, but still, it's going to be really tough, no matter what you are trying to build. But uh, that passion is going to really push you forward to keep going. Like, for example, in my case, just with you some examples, I can be working every day, like 12, 13 hours, and then go on weekends and go on Saturday, meet up with whoever, Sunday, and hosting a drive. Yeah. So I have been doing that for four years, and everybody says, hey, are you not tired of doing this every weekend? And I'm not, you know. Uh, and yeah. That's because, uh, because of the passion that I have for cars, that even though at some point, uh, sometimes it's work, and you have to do something because you are sponsoring an event or stuff like that. The majority of the cases is for something that you are really excited and it doesn't feel that much as work. Yeah, it's, when you're doing it, it's kind of, they say it's a passion, so you kind of get on with it and it, it just kind of, the time must fly by. So we're going going forwards, Alberto, how would you say the best way to get into your passion would be? Well, just follow follow your passion. How would you do that? I, when, when I started with Roaster, I really put together like what is the idea, what I'm trying to build. I did a huge research in terms of is, this is really a need in the market. There is nothing in the market like this. So I would recommend to, yeah, maybe you have a big passion for something, but you have to be realistic and try to be uh, focused, trying to be really good at what you are doing and trying to bring a lot of value no matter what, if you are building a workshop, if you are becoming a photographer, like you can't do something uh, like standard. You have to really think about like, how, how can I beat the other guys? How can mm -hmm. I be the best one? How can, uh, so even if it's your passion, your passion is not going to make you the best in business, you know? Uh, you have to really think about how I can improve in this case, the community, how can I make an app that is really valuable for users? So really focus into that, uh, really try to uh, think about what is the value that you are bringing to your audience mm -hmm. and then keep chasing it like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> chasing it like crazy. Fantastic. 
so where do you where do you think this um, entrepreneurial spirit this this um, drive comes from? But I don't know because uh, my father and my mother wasn't uh, they were entrepreneurs uh, and they, I have some family members that they made a good business. Uh, I have an uncle that he has a really big company that built in the last 15, 20 years. Yeah. But I, I think also comes uh, from the inside, you know, when you see that uh, you can be your own boss, that you can, that you are uh, capable of making your own decision and chase them. Because uh, there are some people that are really good workers and there are some people that uh, can make their own work. So they can create and put uh, more work to themselves. And, and, and I think that's the, the difference between an entrepreneur and a regular worker is that uh, you push yourself, you know what you are missing and you create that work for yourself. So if you have that in, inside that you can keep pushing, keep pushing yourself and create the next step was going to be uh, then uh, being an entrepreneur is going to be a really interesting journey. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, I'm certainly enjoying what I've done so far and I'm enjoying this chat, listening to you sort of speak very passionately about being an entrepreneur in the car community that you've curated for yourself and others. It's um, really inspiring. About it, is there an end for Roadster? Is there a final form? Like you say, you want to become an all-in-one app. But for yourself as well, outside of Rose State, is there like a final retirement plan? Well, the final retirement plan, like a, a sole entrepreneur journey, uh, uh, usually uh, you are thinking, especially being a startup, in a technology ecosystem. Uh, of course, the goal is to end up selling the company to a partner that can, can get it uh, even bigger and to the next step where you can get uh, some money back, some reward. At the end, my, my final um, dream for Rooster will be that once we have the, the strongest and the most recognized car enthusiast app in the world, uh, I can sell it and start being just a regular user, enjoying Rooster uh, globally and going to UK, New York, uh, other cities and meet people and, and enjoy the, the heritage, you know. And traveling, traveling for pleasure, not just for work, yeah. I guess, is a big thing. Yeah. That would be the end goal. To enjoy cars, but uh, have a bigger collection of cars and meet uh, my enthusiast people and all about uh, and all through our product. No better than that can get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the best it can. Um, so this, this, this leads me nicely on to some questions I like to sort of um, go towards the end of the conversation is with, if you had, excluding your fantastic Porsche and your little crazy GI Yaris, what would be your three car, three car garage? What would you have? Well, if, if money is not a problem, <laughs> uh, I will buy my, my dream car is uh, the Porsche Garage GT uh, nice. with, uh, because the B10 engine from Le Mans racing uh, heritage that it has, natural spirit, it is like the, the last analog, analog hypercar that has been built. Mm. So uh, that was my ultimate dream car. Then I'd really like also like uh, the Porsche 997 GT3 RS 4.0. That is yeah. the another iconic model from Porsche that the last Metzger engine. Also because those cars are when I was like 20-something, 20, early 20s. So those are cars that I really like. Had the, in my room, had the, like uh, checking every day. Uh, so oh, that's, yeah. those, are, those are the two main cars. And then... I need more, like, I always wish love to drive on a daily basis in a classic Mini. 
Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, that's what my Classic Mini Cooper. I, I will modify it like crazy to look even like uh, to be really fast, fun, analog, uh, and to have that experience every day would be really amazing to, to have those three cars in the garage. That's perfect. I something I've got, got to ask you. What is it about Porsche? What, what do you think it is for you about Porsche that kind of... Well, I, I think uh, they are the... I'm an engineer, you know, and, and they are the best engineer cars in the world. Maybe as, uh, some of them are not the most passionate uh, uh, cars or the cars that like a Ferrari... That just the sound can be uh, really uh, exciting and it's like music to your ears, but it's the most reliable, the most engineered car. Like it's like full precision, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what I like about them is that uh, also that they have kind of evolution, like it's like a, a work that they have developing and evolving for years and years. It's not like some other brands that they come up with uh, a total new model that uh, that uh, it doesn't look at all like the previous model and it's like, I'm trying this, now I'm trying the other one, yeah. trying another thing. And Porsche is all about evolving a good thing and making a little bit better, a little bit better. And, and that's uh, something that I, I'm also really excited about and, mm-hmm. and how they make the designs endure uh, and how they make uh, everything feel like no matter if you are driving a 15 years old car, like that is going to still feel special, you know? Yeah. I think, oh, I think your engineering background clearly and, and the mini as well, their engineering feet. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a clear, clear um, storyline, but another, another question I, I think it's quite fitting, especially for you is you have one road and one car. Uh, what, where are you going and what are you driving? Well, there is, uh, there is one special road that we used to drive during this test track with some OEMs here in Spain, in Guadalajara, yeah. that is next to a, a beautiful lake. It's called the G, GU99. Uh, it's like the best driving road around Madrid. For me, uh, it's like 20 kilometers of just curves, 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 and you're seeing a lake. And there's nobody uh, always there, like you know, it doesn't matter if you go on a, on a weekend. Uh, that uh, at any point there is uh, crazy traffic, so you can enjoy your car, uh, especially in the evenings uh, with the yeah. sunset. As the, the the perfect driving experience that you can get here in Spain. Oh, it sounds like you think you felt so that's called the GU ninety nine. Is that correct? Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll have to uh, I'll have to check that one out. Alberto, it's it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I've learned learned so much about what it takes to build something out of passion. And I think you've been a perfect role model that I will continue to aspire to be like. It seems like you've got it all figured out, even if you haven't. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be in your podcast and and keep doing this because it really helps also the community and the people to keep pushing for their dreams. I know I say this a lot, but it is a pleasure to be able to speak to people like Alberto going through challenges like COVID and the pandemic and even starting and developing an app. What he's been through is unique. His business and passionate mindset will be at the forefront of my mind in the future. And this podcast is to inspire you listening to carry on your journey with cars to start that project you've been putting off or to go to that car meet or to start your community. Whatever it is, I'd love to hear it. Please tell us what you've created and built because it will inspire others and me. And as car enthusiasts, the community is really at the heart of it all. So if you find yourself going on outdated forums, looking on Facebook pages, give Roadster a try.
I'm not being paid to say any of these things. So you can believe me when I say I generally think Roadster is at the forefront of building a community we can all join. With that being said, I'm Harry and this is the Ignition Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed it as much as I did, please share it with three people that you know that love cars as much as you do. I would really appreciate it.